Okay, so Bezras Hashem, tonight we're going to be continuing with our weekly series of Shirim on the Torah of the Goyen and the Tzaddik of Yitzchak Maya Morgenstern Shlita, titled Entering the Sea of Wisdom. And tonight, again, we had a week of 89 pages of, of, of Torah from, from the Kodesh HaKadoshim, Yibayin Shnei Akruvim. But nevertheless, what we're going to focus on through an act of Tzimtzum is we're going to focus on a particular aspect of a drasha, Shalashudas drasha, that the Rebbe gave over, Parshas Tazriya Tavshin Ayindalid, so about eight years ago in uh, in 2014, I believe, which again was a year where the Rebbe was being Megala Torah about Hispoidus, he was Darshan Isiprimaisios. So the Torahs of that year are, are are simply incredible, as are all the Torahs. But there are klal, the, the way I learned the, the kuntris as it comes out is to start Friday night with Nishmas and Chadasin, and then to go throughout Shabbos day, you go through Nishmas and Chadasin, Tarach Lefanei Shulchan. Uh, sometimes there's going to be Yuma Dehilula. This week they had Hespedim on Rav Chaim Knievsky, who the Rebbe was very much makusher to. Then to go through the 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 Dafyomi, and now there's Yerushalmi, and there's Lumdis also. There's Bavakama in Yerushalmi that the Rebbe is going through, which is Mamish. It's the Lumdis, and then the Kabbalah of the Lumdis. And then as you get to towards the end of the Kuntra, so there you have the Chaim Haran Shirim. And you have also recently published from older years is the Zohar Kadoshirim, which are also, you know, Kodesh Akadoshim, some of the sweetest Torah, most precise Torah. And then you end with the Taras Chacham Shir, and the Taras Chacham Shir is what the, the Rebbe is doing, and Rav Shmuel Shlita Bezra Hashem is going to be publishing, going through the entirety of Taras Chacham. And not only showing it but also bringing it down based on Hasidus, which is simply an impossible, an impossible project, yet it's happening in front of our eyes. The Rebbe added this week also, I saw that the two letters that are very big in the uh, in the Megillah are, are Tuf and Ches, which hints to the fact that Bishnas Tuf Ches, there was a big Hisairus to Geula, there was a big Hisairus to redemption. And as we know, Hisairus to redemption doesn't mean that redemption is Avada coming. It means it's a Zman that's Masoga for Tefillah for redemption. But the Rebbe gave a remez to this by Motse Purim, and he said that Tuf Ches is also Rosh Tevos Taras Chacham, because the way to be Mamshech Geula is to be loimed the sugyos of the Taras Chacham. Now, that doesn't only mean the storm of the Taras Chacham, which is very difficult to learn, although it's becoming easier and easier through the Rebbe's projects, but it also means learning that Tzaddik, who calls himself and his base medrash, shall shame Taras Chacham as well, that there's a Hisairus of Geula that a person receives when they enter into the Meichin, into the mindset of the Taras Chacham of Rav Chaim de la Rosa, which is also the mindset of the Tzaddik, of the base medrash of the Taras Chacham. The Rebbe uses a simon where he says that for the Taras Chacham, the reason the Taras Chacham is Shaykh to Geula is because the Taras Chacham takes two Klalim. He takes the Klal of Oyer and he takes the Klal of Ovi and he unifies them together to reveal that they're one and the same thing. Bekitzer, and this is not even the Torah we're speaking about tonight, the Klal of Oyrech, the Klal of hierarchical reality is that there's a top and then there's a lower level and a level lower than that and then a level lower than that, like a links in a chain. So the higher level is higher, the lower level is lower, and the middle level is what connects the two. And in that relationship, which we're so used to, which is the hierarchical order of vertical reality, so there's somebody who's higher than me, he learns 18 hours a day, I learn 14 hours a day, they learn 12 hours a day, and that's where Kinatai Van Kavod 
would come in and it's a very necessary way of looking at the worlds. All of the worlds are stacked upon each other like layers of a house, as the Arizal tells us. So that's the Mahalach of Oirech, of the verticality of reality. And then what the Torah's Chacham comes to be Magala based on the Rashash, which is really based on the Arizal, is that there's another way of looking at reality. There's a three-dimensional way of looking at reality. It's not only height and width, which is the vertical way of the Oirech, but there's also depth, which is Oivi, which teaches us that reality is not one block on top of the other or higher on top of the lower, but rather it's like nesting dolls within each other. Like you open one up and you find the other one is inside and then there's another layer inside, inside, and it's like a drawbreaker, so to speak, where each and every layer covers over the other, but they're all operating at the same place. So yes, there might be different layers. A might be A and B might be B and C might be C, but ultimately they're all equal. And the highest is equal to the lowest. It's just operating at its own personal level. So from the perspective of Eirech, there's absolute difference between levels. From the perspective of Oivi, everything is unified. And even if I'm at the lowest place imaginable, I'm tapping into the highest place imaginable as well. So Zak the Rebbe, that the Tarus Chacham takes these two ways of looking at the world, of looking at the world as something that is operating according to difference and looking at the world as something that is operating according to unity. And not only does he discuss both of them, but he shows how both of them are true at the very same moment and that it's dependent on how I look at the world. And when a person is able to look at the world in that way, to realize that in truth, everything is different and everything is the same at the very same moment and all difference only comes about by my relative position or the way I look at the world, which is referred to as the Soyd Ha'erchen of relativity, that way brings into the world. So that's the Shnas Tafches of the Tyrus Chacham and the Rebbe's Torah as well. But what we're going to look at tonight, Bezrus Hashem, is a part of a drasha from Parshas Tazri and Tafshin Ayin Dalid. Now the Rebbe opens up with a teaching in the Kutamaran that discusses how tzitzis and the mitzvah of tzitzis is a mitzvah that drags a person into the world of Amuna. And on a certain level, the mitzvah of tzitzis, as the Rebbe describes, based on the writings of Rabbi Nachman, is a light that surrounds an individual. The entire person is brought into that light. When a person is covered in tzitzis, it's a makif. I'm no longer thinking about something. I am surrounded by the light of a Baruch Hu, and I no longer feel distant and apart. And the Rebbe continues, and he says, based on the parsha, that because to feel apart, to feel separate, to feel lonely, the word that the Rebbe uses very often is bedidus in this mimer because it's badad yashav, that if a person is not makusher to the light of the Shekhinah HaKadosh, if a person does not connect themselves to the presence of God that is wherever a person is in each and every moment, they will fall into a state of bedidus, of isolation, of aloneness, of feeling that I'm disconnected from Hashem, I'm disconnected from every other person, and I have no place in the world. And the Rebbe says with a profound, profound insight, which is not surprising, but it is surprising that it makes its way into a Shalashudist Russia, that Bedidus is the Shoirish of Atzvus, that you want to know where sadness comes from, you want to know where this despondency comes from, a feeling that I can't be successful in this world, that I don't have a place in the world. It comes from a Hargasha of Bedidus, it comes from a Hargasha of being alone, of nobody understanding me, of having nobody to share my inner self with. And when a person is Bedidus, when a person experiences that deep isolation and that loneliness, it leads to sadness. And when a person is sad, it leads to a certain deafness. It leads to what Chazal referred to as and their hearts were deaf, their hearts could not hear. 
because the Tana came to lane Parshas HaChodesh, and instead of saying HaChodesh HaZelachem, this newness, this new month is for you, he read HaCharesh HaYalibam, their heart was closed off to the spiritual sounds and the movements that awake me, that draw me closer to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And so if a person feels isolated in this world with Bedidus, disconnected from the Shechina, a person ultimately draws themselves into sadness, and then sadness leads to the inability to hear the voice of HaKadosh Baruch Hu crying out to me at every moment. And the Rebbe says that the Iker Nakuda that we have to connect ourselves to is Nisuin. We have to marry ourselves to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. We have to cleave ourselves to the Shechina. And we have to recognize that not only do I need the Shechina and HaKadosh Baruch Hu, but Kavyachal, the Shechina and HaKadosh Baruch Hu need me as well. And that it's a it's a reciprocal relationship, just as the lower parts of the world need the higher parts of the world, so too the higher parts of the world need the lower parts of the world. And when I can be makasha myself with a deep intensity and marry myself and cleave to the Shechina HaKadosh and recognize that there's nothing that exists other than HaKadosh Baruch Hu in this moment, I leave that Bedidus. I leave that place. But the Rebbe continues, and this is what we're going to look at on page Ches. The Rebbe continues and he says, the Iker way to get well the Iker way to free ourselves from the sickness, from the tsara'as that comes with isolation and loneliness and sadness in our lives, which leads to the inability to hear any of the messages or the Torah of the tzaddikim that come down to us, whispering into our ear that we're okay. The Iker is to receive the strength from the Torah HaKadosha because the entire purpose of the Torah is to teach us emuna, to believe in HaKadosh Baruch Hu Metam Vedas. But it's not enough to learn Torah. It's not enough to learn Torah for the Torah's sake, as the Rebbe speaks about in this week's Gilion as well by Nishmas and Chadasin, that the Maharal said in the Hakdamat to Tefaris Yisrael that the problem with learning so much Torah is that you forget who gave the Torah and you become obsessed and in love with the Torah itself, yet you completely forget about the giver of the Torah. And so it's not enough for a person to learn Kolotarakula. A person has to learn Kolotarakula for the sake of uncovering the connectivity to HaKadosh Baruch Hu and the Amuna and the Yichud in that moment. And now we're entering into the month of Nisan and a person has to understand how to count the Shkalim properly, how to understand the value of themselves. And and the Rebbe says something very powerful. He says, there is no way to be saved from the place that we need to end up in. Each and every person is going to have their tikkun. Each and everything in reality is going to have their tikkun. There's no freeing ourselves from that slow and steady march towards our tikkun. We have to go through this world. We have to go through the tikkun, which is what the Indian of Maror on Leil Pesach is. Because either a person can see this world as marjror, as Mar Dror, that beautiful scent of Mordechai HaTzadik that a person connects to on Purim, which is the aspect of Besamim and the aspect of Chirus and freedom. Or a person, or a person can fall into Bedidus and Marirus in this world, sadness and bitterness. And it's up to the individual themselves. Either way, I'm going to get to the end of the journey. The question is, how am I going to get to the end of the journey? Am I going to get there through Marjor, through the Kayach of Purim, through the Kayach of Yusayd Abba and the Giloy that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is with me everywhere, like Mordechai HaTzadik, 
who connects to HaKadosh Baruch Hu specifically in a place of distance, or is it going to be through Mariris, which the Arizal tells us is the gematria of Mavis. It's up to me. Because if I enter in, in my own experience, with my solitude, not with anybody else, and I enter into that place of faith and tefillah, then it's going to be freedom. But if I can't, then God forbid I'm going to have to come to my tikkun through the aspect of Marirus, through bitterness. Which is the aspect of all of the bitterness and the sadness and the isolation and, and that deafness that a person can experience in this world. The Maror Gematria Mavis, says the Rebbe. And Maror is the Gematria of Mavis. Because if a person lives their lives in this world without the godly light that enlivens every aspect of our Machshava, Dibor, and Maisa, then we're in an aspect of death. And HaKadosh Baruch Hu ensures that the person, and no person can save themselves from this, we're going to come to our tikkun in the end of the day. It's just a question of how do we come to our tikkun? Like the Pasuk says, And in the end, if you hear, listen to the way the Rebbe teaches this Pasuk, when it comes to the end, which is the aspect of the heel, which is Ekev, when we reach the end, there's no question of whether we're going to hear our tikkun or not. We're Avada going to hear our tikkun. Ach, but it's not a good thing. It's pathetic. It's sad if a person waits long enough that they're going to be forced to understand their tikkun. Because it's up to us how we leave that bedibus, how we free ourselves, how we connect ourselves to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. It's ultimately dependent on our Bechira. And here the Rebbe goes weiter. And we'll read quickly through some of the words because they're not necessarily part of what I'm trying to bring out from this Nakuda, but obviously to read the words because it's the Rebbe's Torah. So the Pasuk, after describing the Bedidas that a person goes through when they find themselves stuck in this world, so it goes on to talk about the Brismila, which takes place on the eighth day. That we know from Rabbi Nassim and from Rabbi Nachman that the Tachlis is not simply to learn Torah, but rather to transform the Torah into tefillah, so that every nikuda and word of Torah that we learn is not chas v'shalom for the sake of falling in love with the Torah itself, but it's for the sake of falling in love and cleaving and becoming married to the giver of the Torah. And that's the aspect of connecting the Torah and tefillah, which is az yashir, the aleph and the zayin, which correspond to the eighth day. Which is the aspect of the eighth day, that level of bina, where Torah and tefillah are connected, is represented by the word az, because Torah learning brings a person to unity and to faith in HaKadosh Baruch But it's not enough to just learn Torah. We have to connect our Torah learning to the desire to connect HaKadosh Baruch Hu in our hearts, to daven to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, to seek out HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Because the Torah is the aspect of the names of HaKadosh Baruch Hu and ways of permutations of Hashem's name. But we have to connect that to the aspect of tefillah, which is the deep dying sense that if I don't connect to you right now, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, I can't live in this world. 
A person, if they're connected to Torah alone, fine, they could get the sense that I could live off of Torah. But the sense of tefillah is that, I cannot live one more second without you in this world. And we have to take the aspect of Torah, which is the aspect of Aleph, and connect it to the aspect of tefillah, which is the aspect of Zion, and it's the secret of the Chasyamemila. We absolutely are stuck in the absolute necessity to enter into this mindset to destroy the distractions. Because if a person can't connect their Torah to their tefillah, if a person can't connect their sense of wholeness to their sense of deficiency, their sense of having something to the sense of not having anything without Hashem, then they can't enter into that place of az Hashem, to that place of Az, of Aleph Zion, of the Yichud of Torah and Tfila, which is the Taklas of Tainug. And at that moment, Harihu no filme oineg lenega chas v'shalom. And at that point, a person falls from the life of Oineg, from the life of Tainug, from a sense of connectivity and connection to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, of inner pleasure, which gives me the sense that I am right here, right now, and I have everything that I need. And I chas v'shalom fall into that place of nega, of that nega tsaras, of sitting in bedidus, of being alone and isolated without anything to help me. Shuhu inyan mirirusa dahaya alma. And this inyan of the nega tsaras, of that bedidus, is the pain and the bitterness of what it means to be a person in this world. Because if we don't force ourselves to enter into the wisdom of tefillah, into that place of connecting to Hakadosh Baruch Hu, no matter what, into the bechina of the yichudim bederach tefillah beside mayim shalanu, into the connectivity of Hakadosh Baruch Hu by way of finding Hashem in my tefillos, harehu no fella bechinas bedidus. Then I fall into a place of isolation again, of solitude, of loneliness. Bebechinas badar yashav michutz lamachane. And at that point, I'm sitting alone outside of the camp. And at that moment, listen to the words of the Rebbe, and in that moment, the person feels totally isolated and removed from society, removed from everybody, alone, alone with nobody to reach out to, alone with nobody to help. And the friends at that point are not going to be enough. Because how could a friend help a person who feels like they're entirely alone? They won't even believe that they have friends. There are times, and the Rebbe quotes this in the name of the Beis Yisrael very often, that the siyata deshmaya that a person has is a good friend who comes along to offer a little bit of insight. But even our friends can't save us from this isolation and this low place. When a person forgets about connecting to the inner essence of HaKadosh Baruch Hu in those moments, we're isolated, we're outside of the camp. At that point, the person doesn't feel that they have any shaykhs to HaKadosh Baruch Hu in this world. We have no relationship to Hashem. And at that point, we're like Kayin, because what happened by Kayin? Kayin was a Reitzayach. Cain murdered Hevel. Cain was alone. Cain was left alone in the universe. Where is your brother? Akadosh Baruch Hu asks. And Cain says, Hashem Rachi I don't know. I'm alone in this universe. And what was Cain's punishment? And Cain's punishment is to wander the land, to feel alone. Any place that Cain finds himself, in Margish as Makomo. 
He doesn't feel like he's in the right place. And he's isolated and he's never quite in the right place. And wherever he is, is the wrong place for him. And the desire of Cain is to run there to find it, to run here to find it. Wherever I am is the wrong place. I have to go elsewhere to find it. And wherever he goes, he's not going to find himself. The neshama of Kayan, the neshama of Bedidus, that person who can't connect to that emuna, that person who's stuck in the Rusa Daha Alma, they have no place in the world. Umasha Oisa Hunavanad, all he does is wander backwards and forwards. And at that point, he feels completely removed, completely alone, anxious. But listen to what the Rebbe says. He calls Mansha in Davik Bishrina Ube Amuna, Lo Yaazar Loisham Eitzel Hapes Nurakum Lamakum. Because as long as a person is not connected to the innermost point of the Shrina Hakadosh and the presence of Akadosh Baruch Hu, exactly where I am in this moment as I exist right now, and to the deep sense of Amuna that is there with me no matter where I have fallen, if a person can't connect to that, then nothing is going to help them. Ela Eitzel Achas Yesh, Shahuha Amuna. The only Eitzel, the only suggestion in the world is throwing oneself into Amuna. The Amuna and through Amuna At that point when I enter into a place of Amuna I realize I am exactly where I need to be. I'm not Badad, I'm not alone, I'm with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. At that moment I'm able to say that As Rabbi Nachman tells us that someone who has a heart, a Jewish heart, there's no concept of space by them because it's Baruch HaMakom Baruch Hu. Sheyimtza HaMakom HaNachon Al Yedei Shakadosh Baruch Hu Yitein Lo HaMakom HaNachon V'achavirim HaNachon V'chodavar Because when a person connects to Amuna, they realize that my friends that I have and the place that I'm in is exactly what HaKadosh Baruch Hu is giving me. V'rak HaKadosh Baruch Hu Nosen HaMakom La'adam And only HaKadosh Baruch Hu gives a place to a person. Baruch Shenosen Torah La'am Yisrael Blessed is he who gave the Torah to B'nai Yisrael Hirak HaKadosh Baruch Hu Nosen Baruch Hu has a tachbulos to save me from my bedidos and my garirus. And therefore, Shemayim pushes and compels a person. And Shemayim sends all modes of bitterness into the person's heart. Why? The entire tachlis of the marirus that descends into our heart as a message from HaKadosh Baruch Hu, the feeling of being alone, the feeling of bedidus, that's all there for the sake of us pushing ourselves even further and realizing that the only thing that can possibly help me is the das of tefillah, is to throw myself unabashedly into amuna and davening. And even though it's good to go out into the field, it's good to make an asek out of this. And that's very, very good. Do the avoida of tefillah in the right way. A person doesn't have to wait to be able to go out into the field. It's not enough to go out to the field. I have to learn, like we said in a previous year, to transform my home into a field, to find HaKadosh Baruch exactly where I am, right here, right now. Everything is present in front of me with the Das of Amuna and the Das of Tefillah. And a person has to enter into the innermost interiority of Das, which Rabbeinu HaKadosh tells us is the ability to build the Beis HaMikdash in our minds. Why? Because the Pasuk tells us that there's a moment of anger, but life is eternal. 
in that very moment that I feel difficulty, specifically there in the depths of that despair and that marirusa da'ama, in that place of bedidus, in that place of feeling alone without anybody else. At that moment, I can force myself into the place of chayim beretzono, to enter into that world of amuna and tefila. Because in any moment that a person finds themselves in, any place that a person finds themselves in, if they think about HaKadosh Baruch Hu and they turn themselves internally towards prayer and towards Yehudim by way of davening to say HaKadosh Baruch Hu, all of this Torah I've learned, all of the ideas I have, just help me, help me to Azraini. Like Rabbi Nassim says, Ta'azraini, as long as a person can still say the word Ta'azraini, then they have life of spirituality coursing through their blood. At that moment, a person is immediately connected to the light of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And the reason I wanted to pick this Torah is because very rarely, at least for me, do I find the Rebbe speaking in this Lashon, especially by Rasha, of the Bedidus that a person naturally feels in this world, of the Mirusa Da'ama, of the tendency towards bitterness. It's a choice that a person has to make. And what the Rebbe is teaching us is that even if you find yourself in the lowest place imaginable, even if you find yourself alone, alone, drinking the murder of the world, eating the murder of the world, despondent and tossed away, at that moment, not only is it possible to find the light of HaKadosh Baruch Hu in the Bechina of Hamakim Yenachem Eschem, to realize that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is in my heart wherever I am, but it's specifically there that we have the ability to uncover the light of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And the Bedidus and the, and the Bilbulim and the Marie are a hechatimsa, they're a hechsher mitzvah towards connecting to HaKadosh Baruch Hu as I am, where I am, and when I am in this very moment, Bezrus Hashem.